Hey y'all, good morning. This is Shaniqua Moore all the way from the Bronx, New York. And today I want to talk to those nonprofit Black-owned CEOs and founders that have been applying to so many grants and have been getting rejected. Uh, today I'm going to share a few secrets with you and hoping that you're able to take your pen, your paper, your laptop out, your phone out, and take some notes because it's going to get really good. So grant writing, we take, we spend a lot of time trying to understand the essence or the art of grant writing, the science behind it. We take, we go to grant writing workshops and probably have been through a lot of them and have applied to grants, but have still been rejected. And so we really understanding what is it that will set you up for success as a Black-owned nonprofit. One of the things that we lack as Black nonprofits um, is access. We lack access and connections. You know, if we look on our board, we probably don't have billionaires and millionaires on our board of directors. They're probably just people from the community or friends or relatives. And so we may not, our reach may not be as as expansive, um, especially in the very beginning stages. And so here, there are some tips that you can actually um, work, you can implement in your own business to be able to set yourself up for success. Number one, you want to be able to tell your story. And what do I mean by that? I mean, every one of us have a story. We all have a story of why we started our nonprofit. We all have a story of why we're doing what we're doing. We all have a story of what inspired and what drove us to do something as ambitious as starting a nonprofit organization. Whether it's because of how you've grown up or whether it's a traumatic experience or something that's happened to you, whatever it is, you need to be able to tell that story I'm going to pause for a second and I'm going to tell you a story. For a long time, I did not tell my story. As a nonprofit black owner, I felt ashamed. I was ashamed of the fact that I came from the same community that I was trying to serve. Can I be real? I was ashamed of the fact that I was also one of the children at some point that I was trying to serve. I was ashamed that I grew up without a dad, that I grew up watching violence, that I grew up in trauma, that I grew up in domestic violence, that I was actually a, still a single mother and struggling with a lot of things. I thought, as a leader, I should have it together. I should have some kind, something that st stood me out from the people I was serving. When actuality, I missed an opportunity to say, because of my story, this is what connects me so much to my community and to my work. And so I hid behind my degree. I hid behind my titles. I hid behind being the fact that I was a graduate of Columbia University. I hid behind the fact that I was a licensed social worker and that I came with all these years of experience working with the state and other nonprofits. And I hid behind my talent and all my skills. But what I didn't tell people was how I made it and where I came from. 
It wasn't until I started telling my story that people really started listening, that my organization really started experiencing growth. Something as simple as being transparent, as being vulnerable, as being authentic is what can really set you up for success and stand you out amongst other nonprofits. Tell your story and don't be ashamed. Wear it with a badge of honor because it's that story again that's going to stand you out because at the end of the day, nobody can take your story from you. No one can say that that story is cliche because it is yours. It is unique, it is original, and it is yours. It speaks to your DNA, not to others. And so tell that story as a nonprofit black owned leader. Don't be ashamed of it. Now, I want you to tell your story, but the other thing I want you to be able to do is talk about what stands you out. Why is your nonprofit unique? Why is your nonprofit different? What does your nonprofit bring to the table that other larger corporations or nonprofits and your community? that might be seeking to solve the same problem, what is it that makes you stand out as a Black-owned nonprofit in your area? What type of approaches are you using? What is your model? Is it innovative? Does it cater to the generation that you are trying to target? Is it relevant to our world today? Think about all of those things and take time to really explore those things so that when you start to have conversations or grant write, you know exactly what you're talking about. You're confident in your writing. Confidence in writing is so essential to grant writing. But I want to back up for a little bit because I want to tell you another very powerful tool that you can use, and that's relationship. A lot of times we don't think that relationship matters when it comes to writing grants or to sponsorships, when in fact, it is your most powerful tool that you can use and leverage. Building relationships with sponsors and with donors is what's really, really crucial and really important to helping you stand out amongst other nonprofits. And why is that? Because your application now doesn't just become a number. They're now able to put a face and a voice and a story behind that application number. And it makes it more, it makes it a little more difficult for those sponsors or that committee that's evaluating that grant to then just look, look over it because you've become memorable. They remember, they remember you. They remember that moment they shared with you. They remember your story. And these are the things that will stand out. Now, there are some other tips that I can give you, I'll give you in the next episode, where we'll talk about how to stand yourself out, stand out when you're applying for foundation grants. We'll talk about that at another time. But expanding a little more on this principle of relationship building, I want you to do something if you haven't done it already. So get your paper and your pen out or your laptop out and start taking some notes if you haven't already done so. I want you to find out who your local leaders are in your area, whether it's your council member, whoever it is. I want you to find out who has the power to give out grants and discretionary funding. And for some of you that that already know that answer, great. Now I want you to actually book a meeting with that person. That's right. I want you to reach out to them. 
you don't have to go in person. I know with COVID-19, things are probably not open. But I want you to reach out to that local council member. And I want you to ask them for a meeting. Take a moment to, to, to schedule time to sit down with them. Now, that may be a video conference and it may not be in person. And that's fine. But I want you to actually schedule a time to meet with them. Now, if you don't get an answer, and that may be typical, there are some other follow-up tools and tips that I can give you, um, and that will work. But start with the first step, and that's find out who they are, and if you already know who they are, where they're located, give them a call and schedule a meeting with them. Now, why? Well, because they need to know who you are. People need to know that you exist. Leaders need to know, especially the ones that have the power to give you funding, they need to know who you are. One of my funders, he says something that's really powerful. And it's also a very simple saying. And that's people pay attention to people who participate. And that is really powerful. Because if people can't see you, and if people can't see you participating, they don't pay attention to you. So maybe you are doing great work in the community and maybe you are impacting lives of many, many vulnerable population, but nobody knows. So if you want to be known, if you want to be sponsored, you have to be seen. People have to pay attention to you. And how do you do that? You get in their faces. You tell them who you are. You tell them your story. You tell them the benefits of your program and partnering with you or in investing in your program. Another thing that you want to do, in addition to connecting with your council members, your local politicians, and telling your story and understanding what stands you out, is you want to try to get some media coverage. What do I mean by that? Find your local media channels and see if you can speak on those channels. See if they'll cover stories on you and on the work that you're doing. Invite them out when you're doing events. And for those of you that are already doing this, I want you to now take it to another level. So if you've been doing local, try to find more, you know, larger uh, media outlets to cover you. So those are my tips for you today. And I hope you took notes. I hope that it was insightful for you. I want to hear some feedback. So um, work on taking the information that I've given you and apply it. Don't just put it down on your notepad or you know, on your computer and close it up and not do it. Take a risk. Don't be afraid. You know, I live by this quote, and I know it's very common. And it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. And we actually are. You are powerful. Black-owned nonprofit leader. You are absolutely powerful. Why are you powerful? Because you are a leader because you've started something and you are still going strong, regardless of how much funding you have or how big or small your budget is. You're powerful, own it, walk in it, be confident in it. So I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I enjoyed it. Stay tuned for future episodes. I'll be talking on a lot of I'll be given a lot of information and talking about, again, foundational funding and different types of funding that you can actually um, apply to strategically and have a better chance at being funded as a black owned nonprofit. I'm here for you. I love you. Stay tuned.
be safe.